This is the Ali La Rouge podcast on the Blood Red channel, bringing you the view from the terraces at Liverpool FC. Welcome to another episode of Ali La Rouge. I'm your host, Peter Hooten, and I'm joined by regulars Keith Colvin and Stephen Monaghan, and the Liverpool Echo's very own Dan Kay. Yeah, well, what a difference a few days make. You know, we're doing, um, you know, inquests on post-Arsenal. Uh, and then after the results against uh, Rangers, absolutely, uh, you know, demolition of them in the last third of the game. But to tell you the truth, I think against Arsenal, I think um, I think we deserved a draw. Keith, what do, you, what do you think? I mean, it wasn't... We dominated the first half. They come back to the second half, but... As far as I'm concerned, it wasn't as bad as everyone's making out, was it? Um, it's just typical Liverpool, wasn't it? You know, we go a goal behind, you know, whether it was a goal or not, it, it doesn't matter now. Within a matter of minutes and then we're fighting our way back into the game. You know, then we sort of take control of the game after we, you know, once we got back into it. And I thought for like a good 20 minutes, we were the better side and we started to show. Yeah, it was similar yeah. to what, you know, remember last year in the League Cup semi-final we went down there? And uh, everyone thought they were going to turn us over, didn't they? Yeah. And they thought, we'll show them, you know, what we're made of and who's the best. And we did, you know, we just outclassed them that night. Um, and I thought, you know, we just, the, the second goal, you thought, our time kills you, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah unfortunately. Yeah. And it just knocked us back a little bit. And Arsenal had a good side. And, you know, Arsenal remind me of the way Liverpool were a couple of years ago, just starting to make a few strides and getting a bit better. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's, I don't know whether I don't think it's a physical thing. I just think it's a mental thing with our players at the moment. You just seem to be a little bit tired, yeah. When they're trying to get down the pitch, when you got all these young kids flying around you. Um, but second half, I don't think. Yeah, you're probably right. It could have been a draw, and we probably did deserve a draw if the two be known. But I don't think Arsenal would have been. You know, Arsenal were saying they didn't deserve to win, and I didn't want to get beat. But most pundits will say they deserve to win, and you know, I thought the penalty was never a penalty. You know what I mean? It was just, I couldn't understand why it got given. You know, I've seen it since and, you know, just tackles like that every every five minutes in a game. His, um, his, actual, his actual jump after the tackle when yeah. he lands on his two feet and then jumps, it's comical, yeah. isn't it? I know. It's and absolutely then, comical. You know, obviously, you know, we got the handball not given for us in the first half, which would have gone, you know, we would have, as we were on top of the game. So, you know, all in all, I thought for, for the good period of the first half, it was a good performance by us. Yeah, and it's yeah. better than what we have been, um, which was, and that's all we can ask at the moment because we've just got to improve game by game, haven't we? You yeah. know, I think, you know, we just got to take one, it's easy to say, one game at a time. Yeah, but Mono, do you think it was premature or all the, uh, the pundits writing Liverpool off? I mean, I know Klopp took the pressure off by saying, you know, we're not in the title race. That's, you know, why he said that. But um, do you think that was, you know, all the pundits all over the radio said about the demise of Liverpool? You've got to remember, we had a terrible season after we won the league, didn't we? When there were no crowds in, in Anfield, we won six. We lost six on the road, didn't we? You know, so I think it's very premature to write Liverpool FC off, isn't it? Yeah, you know, last year was it when we were 10 points behind at one time or 13 points behind Man City, we clawed it all back. So you can never say never. But this time, as you know, we just said, you know, we got Arsenal up there, they are playing well. You know, they have got a bit of hunger about them, you know, yeah. where they, they've, they've lacked that over the couple of years. And, you know, when Arteta's been in trouble with their own fans, you know, they want to see them out. So 
Yeah. It's the fickle football fan again. You know, all of a sudden, you know, a few wins and it changes you know, the persona of the old team. Fortunately, we, we, we've gone you the way with it. And I think Klopp's assessment was, was absolutely spot on after the game. Keith just yeah. mentioned everything there, but I was going to say anyway, it's like what Klopp, what Klopp did say, you know, football is 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 a, all about opinions and issues that go on throughout the game and ifs and buts, you know, you, you get them in and you don't get them, you know, you get given for and given against. You know, you, small margins, all, small yeah, of course margins. It is, yeah. yeah, it's all yeah. part of football, but, you know, you don't get that penalty. We score ours. You know they get the off. We get an offside against them, and it's we, we win the game. That's how that's how fair it is, really. You know, so it was disappointing coming away. To be honest with you, you know, for the defeat, and you know, because because we win that game, we can kick on. You know, we could, yeah, we, yeah. You know, we, we beat Rangers, but all we're all saying, you know, and then brings us into the big game at Man City the weekend, and then following that, you know, the three own uh, the three like league games. Which are all winnable, you know, against yeah, the, yeah. let's say, lower opposition like where we are now. So, <laughs> uh, but well, I no, think we're in the table. Come on, yeah, well, you know, they're, well, they're all around. They're all around the same areas, those except for Forest. You know, they're uh, propping up with Leicester Andy down at the bottom. Um, but yeah, I just it, it was disappointing. You know, it yeah, was fits yeah. and starts. We were in. We, we we had we had control of the game for, for parts, and but so did Arsenal. You know, and and it's. Unfortunately, decisions went against us, which is, you know, you scratch your really scratch your head at them. You know, when once again, VAR can't, you know, they, they can't draw the line or they haven't got a, an angle yeah. to give someone That's offside, which, which is very worrying. Yeah, That's yeah, very yeah. worrying. You know, and it was it was only later on that we found out all that, you know, and then it, it just, you know, it makes it a bit worse, don't you know, the defeat. Yeah. But good luck to Arsenal, you know, on the day, you know, um, we live to fight again, you know, we got. Yeah. Obviously, the big game coming up. Dan, do you think um, do you think we need other ex players to go onto the radio and and start saying Liverpool <laughs> are lacking some a spark? Maybe. I mean, well, uh, I mean, is that what we need? Only if they want to see more steam coming out of Jurgen Klopp's ears. He, <laughs> did, he didn't react very well to uh, Didier Man's comments. This, this was the pre-match press conference before the Ajax game on. Tuesday evening, wasn't it? And yeah. I, I I didn't see it live, but I watched it afterwards. And I did he did look a little bit like a man who's a little bit just fed up at the moment. And I think that would have come down to the frustrations on the back of what happened yeah. at the Emirates 48 hours before. I think what the lads have said is right. It, you know, it was it wasn't a terrible performance. We could quite easily have come away from yeah. there with a result. I mean, you know, at the best of times, you can go, you can lose a tight game at Arsenal 3-2. Yeah. I think why why a lot of people's patience has worn thin is that if we'd done what we should have done in the, in the other games, then you may be more prepared to accept a loss at Arsenal under, under those circumstances because we've already dropped so many needless points. We already yeah. kind of feel that we're playing catch up a little yeah, bit. Yeah. And I think the other aspect to it as well was was the nature of the goals. I mean, you know, another goal, I think it was 56 seconds, something like that. But the one that really, as, as Keith mentioned before, that second goal was the killer. And it... It was, yeah. I mean, you, know, you, you fellas have got a few more years on me, but in, you know, best part of 40 steady odd years. Steady on, steady on. <laughs> <laughs> the best part of 40 odd years I've been following this team. I can't remember too many more stupid goals that we give away. You know, we've done so well to get ourselves back into the game at 1 1. Yeah. Arguably been the, the best aside for the second part of the second half. Mm. We're in the last minute of five minutes of stoppage time. What the hell were the two centre backs 
Well, they always do, forward, yeah, but they always go forward, don't they? Well, the, I mean, that's and it's we've got it, away it, with it in the past, haven't we? But well, it, it, it's it's not just this one incident. I, I do think we need to be a little bit more pragmatic. You know, sometimes you know, the, the season that we won the league, obviously. You know what, ninety nine points, whatever it was, have won twenty six out of the first twenty seven games. But if you remember, there was a lot of those games that were one nils, two ones. We were dogging games out, yeah, playing it ugly, doing the doing the the scrappy, scruffy things that you need to do to win leagues. It's all very well having principles about wanting to play the ball out from the back, but sometimes you've just got to do you know do do what needs to be done to get from A to B. And in this particular case, it, it wasn't like the free kick was on the edge of the box either; it was barely over halfway. So in that you know, in that kind of situation, two years ago, I think we would have just played that, played the ball amongst ourselves, seen out another 20 seconds and gone in at 1-1. And it's a completely different half-time team talk then, not just for Klopp, but particularly for Arteta. Whereas yeah. all of a sudden, they go in absolutely buoyant at 2-1. And you know, we got ourselves back into, you know, I mean, we scored two, two of the best goals we've scored this season, I think, through Nunes and Firmino. Yeah. But... It, it was a poor, it was a poor second half performance. We didn't really yeah, look like yeah. scoring yeah. after we got back to two two, and that was one of the most disappointment disappointing aspects for me, heading back from London on on Sunday evening. But you know, they they couldn't have they couldn't have picked, you know produced much more of a better performance or result to get it out of the system mm. than these did in Glasgow on on Wednesday night by putting seven past Rangers, yeah. and that at least will enable us to go into obviously this huge clash against City on Sunday in you know in a better frame of mind. Yeah. Now, um, on I think it was on Monday morning. Uh, Graham Sooners said on the radio that um, he said nobody on that pitch thought that was a penalty against Jesus. Uh, Keith, I mean, what, what is it? You know, what, okay, the referee gives it because he thinks there's contact and enough for him to go down. But then the VAR looks at it. What is going on? It was down in England, I think, on the VAR. But surely, if he sees that, he thinks that's not enough to put him down. Well, again, you know, talking about VAR and the inconsistencies of it, you know what I mean? You know, it, it's it's mind-boggling to me. I watched it in the ocean, you know. I was watching it and I was obviously looking at the game and, you know, because they, they were on top of us at the time, you know, yeah, you can't be yeah, anywhere. Yeah. So you're a bit sort of more worried about what's going on around with that rather than the actual tackle because it, it looked nothing to me, you know what I mean? And then obviously... with Because it, it was nothing. Yeah, and that's <laughs> the same, but... But then once you get involved with VAR, they slow it down. They can make it look whatever they want. This is the yeah. problem with VAR. You can make it look like it's a penalty that you'll never ever dismiss to be a penalty, or they can make it look like it never was one. And in this case, they made it look to be the penalty that they well, want isn't, to give. Isn't isn't so, the ruling? Isn't the ruling key that it's uh, if it's an obvious error? Yeah, well, you know, you know the Monday so night. That's game, an obvious error, isn't it? Yeah, of course it is. But the Monday night game when Villa played the uh, Forest, it yeah. was the exact same thing in that game. And the referee just brushed it aside and carried on. VAR never got involved. The yeah. game carried on. It's yeah. all about the individuals who were actually at, who were monitoring in the VAR and the referee himself. So this is where it falls down on, on his face because it's a, it's a, it's a machine-based uh, decision-making thing, but it's run by uh, humans who, yeah. who basically make mistakes week in, week out, and there's no consistency. <clears throat> it's ridiculous, you know. Again, there was handballs not given in different games, handballs given. You know, well, there was handball given on Saturday, wasn't it? You see yeah. that one, the Newcastle yeah. one. The Newcastle yeah. one, uh, then obviously, it was less, less of an handball than, yeah. uh, you know, our one, wasn't it? Yeah, the Gab- was it Gabriel, was it? I think it was. Yeah, Gabriel, um, yeah. 
So, shots across the didn't he? Yeah, he tried to flick it over and didn't he to run onto it. So, you know, and then all right, he didn't put his hand up above his head, but it still hit him. It wasn't in a natural position. Yeah, it's in an unnatural position. I mean, that's what frustrates so many people, isn't it? That there's no. Yeah, of course. You know, maybe it should be simplified again. You know, it's got to be deliberate. You know, it's got to be a deliberate handball. It used to be when you were. When you were kids. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, we've had this conversation how many times about VAR, and I've said, I think we've all had the same opinion, is that just get rid of it and just carry on. Let the referees make mistakes every week. The players make mistakes mm. every week. Let's, let's just get rid of it because it's causing that much controversy and it's not making the game any better. It's just making it worse. It's ridiculous. You know, you've seen like, uh, Harvey Ellett and like, no, Mo Salah last night yeah. where he's waiting to see if his goal gets given. It's ridiculous. It's madness. The game's just gone mad. Uh, no, was there any um, Mono, was there any lap of honour at the end from Arsenal? From Arsenal? Yeah. You were all jovial, Wendy. You were absolutely ecstatic because, you know, when we went to Arsenal last year and talked to a few Arsenal fans, like, this is the big test, this is the big test, Liverpool, you know, and then we outclassed them in that game on that night game, didn't we? And you said yeah. men against boys type of thing, but this was the big thing for them, wasn't it, there? Yeah, you know, in the in the pub before the game, piece we talked to a few of them, and you know their fans, and and as we said before, they've got like a little, you know, they've got a little bit of bother now, Arsenal, and they can see things happening, you know, the, yeah. the crowd, and uh, they were offering said this is this is a massive test for us, even yeah. be, even before Tottenham last week, they were saying so. You've had two good wins there, you know, against the local rivals, and obviously a potential title win in Liverpool, you know, from the start of the season. So, yeah, they, you know, they, I think they, uh, they embraced it, let's so to speak, uh, yeah. because it's a, it's a big scalp when he, when he beat Liverpool, isn't it? Yeah. And, John, and do you it, think, do you think uh, that the real deal Arsenal, or do you think we, we flattered them a bit, you know? I, I do think I do think we've we, we flattered them a little bit. I mean, I think you have to take them seriously. I think they've now won ten out of their eleven games this season. The only one they've lost, strangely, is uh, you know one of the poorest Man United teams in in recent years. I think where which, they may which they should have won that game. Well, they, they could quite easily have done. Yeah, <clears throat> I think I think where they may come unstuck um, is I don't think they've got the depth of squad uh, to you know to to really stay the course um, with with City. But as one of the lads mentioned just before, they, they do see feel like a team kind of like on the crest of a wave. Young, mm. hungry players who are mm. gelling together, who haven't won anything yet, but but feel yeah. like they're going to. And we, we, yeah, we, 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 with, a, we, with a young, attack-minded manager who's also seems to have that same kind of uh, desire and mentality. It, it, it's a pity, really, that, um, that there's this midweek set of games, isn't there, after the City game when we've got West Ham. Yeah, and Arsenal was supposed to be home to Man City that that midweek, but yeah. that game's been called off because our Arsenal had the Europa League game cancelled when the Queen died, didn't they? And that's been yeah. rescheduled for that midweek. Oh, so it God. would it would have been I think with the form they're in, it would have been really interesting if um, yeah. Arsenal and City had played next week. But you know, but by the time that fixture takes place, presumably in the new year, things yeah. may look differently by then. But mm. um, yeah, all, all credit to them. If, if we don't win it. I think I probably would would be quite happy to see Arsenal do so, certainly rather than City or anybody else. Alele Rouge on the Blood Red Channel. Yeah. I mean the Rangers game, you know, it, it's you know, it's changed the mood in the camp according to Jürgen Klopp. But Keith, I, I took some notes when I was watching the game. 
And I keep I kept on saying, you know, in the notes, this is ready for the podcast. Like, really scrappy game, no one on top. Uh, first ten minutes, no one, no one taking control. Very scrappy. Then they open us up, and like in the first half, you could see that it wasn't a very scrappy game, wasn't it? And that that really continued into the second half. It wasn't until uh, the third goal, really, was it that Liverpool um, started to take control? But then when they did, when they made all those substitutions, I was thinking, don't bring them on, don't bring them on. You got to think about Sunday, though. But as you know, never ever doubt Klopp. He brings them on, and then it's just a masterclass in there. Uh, Sent in the head, isn't it? We used well, to play when we were kids. Yeah, it's it's crash bang wallop, wasn't it? Yeah. But you're right, the game itself was was typical. It was just t- typical Liverpool all season. Yeah. You struggle to get going. You can see the stupid goal and then the, the panicking at the back. You know, uh, you know, Virgil Van's like, Jesus Christ, I'm not, criti- uh, not criticising him, but oh, yes, I've never seen are. him kick the ball out so much in my life Ever. just to get rid of it. You know what I mean? Normally, Invariably, he get the ball down, look around, compose, and, and knock it back to Allison or whatever, yeah. and pass it into midfield. But you know, there was a couple of times where he was just getting, you know, run, not run ragged, but he was sort of worrying. So he just had a, just kicking it out, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was it's a, bit and a couple, of, couple of misplaced passes as well. Yeah, you know. So it was just a typical. When he, when he does one of them, I just I just think to myself, malfunction, malfunction, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because he's Listen, so. You know, he's been per- perfectionist. Without doubt, you know, it, it, I'm not picking on him. It, you know, it's like it's like the people picking on Santana. It's, it's ridiculous in that respect. All I'm trying to say yeah. is that as a team, it was just a typical Liverpool performance of this season. It was just epitomised the whole. And then, Great you know, as you say, Canati wasn't it? Yeah, Canati played know. well. You know, yeah, I thought I mean, Nunes. You know, I, I was worried. I was a bit worried that Nunes couldn't sort of get rid of that Ben Davis. You know, he couldn't even get a game for us, and he was sort of blocking. He was just. I'm not saying he had them in his pocket, but he was he was blocking them off a lot of times. He was sort of yeah, having yeah. control a little bit until the second half sort of panned out the way it did. Um, so, but I thought Nunes, I felt you know he he worked his socks off. Mono will probably tell you better because he was in the ground. You know he don't always catch what goes on on the ground on the television. Um, so I thought he worked hard. Um, and as the game opened up in the second half, it was always only going to be one winner. One it was. Yeah, Firmino yeah. got his his, his goal. It just it just sort of fell apart. I mean, then they just Bobby, Bob, Bobby's come back like a, a man possessed, and he yeah, it was being great, isn't it? To watch Mono. I mean, I mean, he was written off last season, wasn't he? Bobby, but, you know, well, even going down to you know to Arsenal last week, you know, there was obviously you talk all the way down about the team and all what what could be the team, and and he he does come up with some unfair stick in, in my opinion. I, I just don't get it because every time he. You know what? I wouldn't say hundred percent. You know, a good a good eighty percent of of the games he plays, he he, he plays well, and and all them little flicks that you see him do, and and it makes goals by the way, which it does. And you know, he can make space for for the for the other strikers. And I thought that little flick that he that he done for um, for Nunes oh, was brilliant, money. You know, when he like in the corner, you know, uh, and then obviously he's had it, but I thought he was great. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and you know, he's saying because there's, there's a thing now in Liverpool fans, you know, we've got this thing because of where we are and how we're playing, and that everyone's over the hill all of a sudden. No, they're not over the hill, they're, they're all just hit bad form, all of them. You know, it's, I don't think you can say one player has played great all season, you know, individuals every now and then, yeah, but it's, it's the way that the way we've been playing, it's, it's, it's the, all of them, but I think. 
back to Firmino, you know, I am happy with him, you know. And when he say he, you know, was he get rid of him next year? Well, yeah, we got five strikers, but you get rid of one. So you've got to replace him. Well, who comes in better than him? And yeah. how much is it going to cost? Because, yeah. you know, his link up play is brilliant, isn't it? For it's great. I mean, yeah. But, yeah. you know, that being periods in last season when it wasn't coming off, his flicks weren't coming off, and, and that's when people, uh, people started one. to criticise yeah. him. Yeah, but yeah. if you look at, say, that happened with Jota a little bit as well. But if you look at Jota, Dan, he, he's got under the radar, hasn't he? <laughs> but the number of assists he got, I think he had... I think well, coming he, on, he had a three three assists last night, didn't he? He he created all three for Salah, and I did see a tweet from Okta Joe or whatever the call, basically saying that that's only happened a handful of times previously in um in, in Champions League history. Um, so that that'll do is good because he he's gone about. I, I think the last game he scored was City away in the league last year. Um, which yeah. was like middle middle of April, and it wouldn't it be a lovely irony? So I think that's about eighteen games, something like that. Wouldn't it be a lovely iron if he broke his duck on Sunday? It, it it would be very timely for him. But yeah, I think yeah. That, I think that the point being made about um, Jota is is true for Bobby Firmino as well. You know, what's the old saying? Form is temporary, class is permanent. Yeah, and I'm yeah. I'm absolutely well, well remembered then. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it, it's been wheeled out a fair few times, hasn't it? But you know, there's there's a lot of truth to it. And f- for me, Firmino has been one of the absolute key figures of this whole. Air under club, I think he's one of the most intelligent players I've ever seen play for Liverpool, and I think he's got a lot left in him. Um, he's he's only 30, 31. Um, people often say, Oh, well, you know, we give so much to the team that you know, goals don't really matter, but goals do matter. And, and I, th- I think when you look at someone like him, I think his all around game tends to be better when he is popping a few goals in. So, obviously, his confidence is up, and he's given Klopp a real kind of a healthy selection dilemma for yeah. for Sunday yeah. now. I mean, yeah. one of one of the real you know silver linings and positive aspects of the game at Arsenal was was Darwin Nunes Nunes's performance, yeah. and I, I thought he played well again last night. He's now got two in two, so you know does he go with all? I mean, with the greatest one in the world, it was one thing playing all four strikers against Rangers at home. I mean, I have to be honest. I thought it was a little naive to go with the same lineup away to Arsenal. And you know, that, obviously, it could have panned out differently. We could have won the game, but I think you look at City, you look at the damage City can do. I Your think name is going to be sent to Gergen Klopp, <laughs> and you're going to be at the next press conference saying this. <laughs> I I, I'm, I'm, I'm only casual staff now, so they wouldn't let me in, which is probably a, probably a bonus. Yeah. But um, you know, for me, another aspect not to name all four from the start, not just to kind of let City roll all over. So I think I think we've got to be realistic. We're probably not going to keep City out. So, so we are going to need to score. I mean, the way we're playing at the moment, we might just need, need to score three just to get a point. But um, I'd, I, th- I think the, the the other kind of bonus of not kind of playing all playing your full deck of cards straight away and having one of your key play, you know, having a good you know one of the one of the forwards held back is it gives you the option. To, it gives you the option to change something from the bench. Yeah, yeah. Whereas yeah. if you do lash them all in from the start, yeah, yeah. you haven't really got much to change it with. Obviously, Diaz is a huge blow for us because he's the yeah. one player we've got with express pace. Mm. But City have shown, you know, little. Even obviously, this fella Harlan's on fire. Twenty goals before the middle of October is insane. Who, who's that, Tony? Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> They've kept him very quiet under the radar, haven't they? But they've got this big Norwegian grok that keeps banging the ball yeah. at the back of the net. As you know, Mark. 
We've got we've got Kanati back. He's just yeah. going to lean on him. Yes. Yeah. Hopefully, lean on if, he's, Keith, if he's allowed Keith. to. Yeah, Keith. No, I was just going to say about Firmino is that you know obviously the way he plays and how he plays, you know he's he's a massive. He will be and he is already, but he will be a massive a massive influence for Elliot and Carvalho because they're mm. they're getting molded in them type of, in that position, aren't they? Let's be honest about mm. it. And I thought the student played well last night. You know, I thought Elliot. You know, he's played well all season, Elliot. You know, he had a bit of a shaky start against United because he's just playing against big men, but he, he worked his way into that game when everyone else was playing poorly. You know, he played well last night. Carvalho got into the game after about 20 minutes last night uh, by sheer de- determination, really. Um, and I think Firmino, as a player and as an old model for them two, he's a perfect fit. And, you know, to get rid of him now from the club when them two are coming through, it's just I just don't understand it because I'm assuming that's, they they they're sort of going to play in that position at some stage if they get the chance. So why why would you get rid of such a role model in that respect? Yeah, yeah. Well, well, you know, our last two games uh, being two up. Uh, the last one was uh, last April. At the Etihad, I just remember it was an absolutely unbelievable game, wasn't it? And then the one about this time last year at Anfield, which uh, Salah scored that wonder goal. It's going to be very tight again. I think De Bruyne has said in the week, hasn't he, that you know he expects a, a, a Liverpool to be as good as they've ever been, you know, because that's what he expects from Liverpool. But you know, it's a massive game, and it? it's a massive yeah. game. Kickstart the season, couldn't it? Well, let's go back to you know when he beat us four-one at Anfield, um, but there's no crowds, and you know we thought we were going to give him a game then, but we all said at the time, you know, that wouldn't happen without the crowd. That would never happen. Sorry, with the, with the crowd, and now we've got the crowd uh, with us on on Sunday. It'll be a tough game. City, uh, you know, especially with Ireland, you know, he's on fire. You can't say any more about him, can you? Um, but you know, we've, we've had a, we've got, even though we've, it seems to be we get a few bit plays back, and then we lose the player, don't we? We get one, you know, you see Robinson come on, yeah, you know. So, wonder if he'll be in contention for the start, you know. Steady. Yeah, I would, I would have thought he's been left. I mean, mm. Smith has done quite well, but you, you, we have missed that uh, Robson's quality, I think. Yeah. He got caught quite a few times last night, didn't he? You know, yeah. he was getting um, getting done down the wing um, while he was defending. But it, once again, you know, as we, we say all the time, then, you know, I think all the pundits say, we've got to stop conceding that first goal, you know, which we done last night again. And then you're on the back foot, aren't you? You know, but this is obviously there is different breed in uh, Rangers, Man City on Sunday, so it will be tough. You know, they'll be up for it because you know they, they just want to kick as well. We're down as well. You know, it'll be not great for our Manchester uh, phones down down the motorway to to get pull Liverpool back and in, in, you know get get them out of the title race for good because you know obviously. If you do get beat, it'll be very tough to come back from all them points against, you know. But if you win, you know, you look on the bright side then, don't you? And you think, well, let's put a run together. Now, as I said before, we got them, you know, them three winnable games coming up, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. against yeah. West Ham, Forest and Leeds. Alele Rouge on the Blood Red Channel. It's going to be interesting, though, isn't it, Dan, that, you know, um, what you were saying there about the lineup, you know, what who will he leave on the bench, you know, and I think I think it's more likely to be Nunes, isn't it? I would have thought, you know. I mean, I'm not sure, but <laughs> I mean, I think, you know, Jota, um, as you say, you know, the last goal he scored, 
in City uh, way back in April. But, you know, I think a game like this is set up for them, isn't it? For, for Jota, I think potentially the only thing that makes me slightly wonder whether Jota might be the man to miss out is that I think Klopp said, Klopp revealed either before or after the game that he was initially planning on starting Jota last night in Glasgow. And then I think Wednesday morning, the morning of the game, he basically got a call from the medical staff saying, because he's only just come back from his injury, hasn't he? And they were basically saying, look, we, we think he's only got about half an hour left in him. So if you're going to start him, you'd have to take him off. And that's why he ended up starting on the bench and coming on. So whether, you know, four four or five days on, his, his fitness would have improved to an extent that Klopp would be prepared to start him with such a high-intensity, high-octane game like that, I don't know. Um, but it, it's the, the, the most important thing, particularly obviously with Diaz now being out for, well, after the World Cup, is that Jota not just gets fit and stays fit, but starts finding the goals again. Because we've seen in, what, two years he's been at the club now, that when he gets on a run, he can get on quite a you know a prolific scoring streak, and and that's what we need. Obviously, you know, we, we hope that Salah's going to go on one as well. I, I I would like to see Nunes stay in the team as much as possible. He can't play every game, particularly because we're playing every three yeah, or four yeah, days, yeah. every three or four days. But he, he's obviously because partly due to his own fault for that daft sending off early in the season. You know, he's probably a little bit behind the eight ball in terms we might have, of where we might have expected him to be two months into the season. And I think the only way he's going to get more up to speed, he's going to get more up to speed with the with the with the, the rest of the players, and the team's going to get used to him. Is if he plays more matches, but obviously Sunday is not a, an ordinary match, is it? So, yeah, this is where this is the conundrum. What what, um, what Klopp's got? You know, yeah. we said that on eight. You know, we have to, you know every couple of weeks. It, Nunes needs a run of games, so. T- but then, as Dan just said there, but so does Jota. But if he's not 100%, you've got to go with Nunes. You know, listen, you know, he's a, he's a top striker and he could be handful for them, uh, you know, the City defence. But where, where, you know, he's not going to drop salad, is he? So it's it, it comes down to, oh, it comes down to, does he rest for me now again? But Bobby's on phone. Mm. You know, I would go with him because, you yeah, know, for, yeah. the, for these little sticks and his skills and, and, and his think, up play. Do you, think do you think Klopp will go, Steve, 4-3-3 or do you think he'll try and change it a bit? You know, that's the big question, isn't it? Because, you know, we've always played 4-3-3 against City mainly City, in the main, yeah. you know. And, you know, I don't know, people are, you know, all sorts of uh, um, tactical experts are on Twitter saying what he should do. But, you know, I think it's, I think against City, you know, it's hard to, Try out new formations, doesn't it? You know, because yeah. you've, you've got to match them in midfield, haven't you? Yeah, because that's where we could be. That's where if we overrun, then what, yeah. if, you know, get overrun in midfield, then he just feared, feared Ireland. Well, it's stop, you know, stop to Brian and Foden, and I think he went there again. He got silver as well, haven't he? But yeah. stop those three, <laughs> <laughs> stop those three, and you stop, you know, stop them getting on the coach, and then wait for the other three to come on. Just then, but. The thing, the thing with Liverpool on Sunday, I'd play uh, Nunes myself personally. Yeah. You know, the lads, he scored in his last two games. He's on a run of, you know, he's got a bit of confidence. Yeah. Um, yeah. He struggled a little bit last night, but he come good in the end. And you know, you can see how happy he was when he scored and when he went off. He was quite happy. So I think it'd be a knock, such a big knock to his confidence if he doesn't play on Sunday. To be honest with you. Yeah. yeah and, and I yeah. don't think he deserves that. I think he deserves his chance. Um. Oh. To play against the city because uh, that's what he the type of games they all want to play in that game obviously so but I think mm-hmm. I do think that obviously midfield would be one and I just think the players have got to switch on a lot quicker now and the mindsets for me 
through the whole team is, is what's got us in this situation rather than, I know we all say we're getting old and you know we're, we're not this we're not that but it, the mindset we're not quick in our play you know we, no. we, we've got to sharpen up and if we sharpen yeah, yeah. up and play yeah. to our potential we can beat so, City So you know what do you think midfield wise um, Fabinho Thiago and Henderson is that the one um, you go for? I, I, would, I would personally go with Thiago Henderson and possibly Elliot myself personally because I think we need a bit of a spark, a bit of pace in there to get down them. Now, you probably will go with what you said as a, as a starting point. But me, I think Elliot, again, the lad's not let us down in some respects. Again, he's another player who clock fancies. He, he obviously, he's, he's put him in big games before. It's not phased him. Um, so, who knows? Um, but I just think the whole team mentally have got to sharpen up. And I think we'll, yeah, we'll yeah. give City a game. Yeah, Dan, I mean, does Fabinho need a bit of a spark? There's that word again. <laughs> did, did you That's, why I've, thing, used it. That's why I've used it. <laughs> um, I, I thought there were I thought there were signs of improvement last night. Um, he, he's like a lot of them. He's looked like kind of physically and mentally shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I'm yeah. sure part of it is a kind of a hangover from last season. All those games, that, that devastating disappointment, turning up to preseason, seeing that Man City got another cheat code in in Haaland. And 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 obviously starting badly, and it's you know it's kind of snowball from there. But he, you can't read too much into last night because with the greatest respect to Rangers, they're not in the same class as probably most of the teams in the Premier League, let alone the likes of City. Oh. But well, you can only be what you can only be League, league One type standard, aren't they? Or does all like? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I think I think that's probably I think that's probably fairly accurate. But. Football is, you know, football is unpredictable. That's why we love it so much. And I was saying to somebody just before, you know, that kind of like after all the doom and gloom in recent weeks, um, it wouldn't surprise me if Liverpool went and did something daft like beating City yeah, and yeah. really put the cat amongst the pigeons. And that could just kind of supercharge our season. But I think if we're going to do that, as Keith was saying there, we've got to be sharper in, you know, sharper yeah. physically. And in and in decision making as well, but also like I was saying before, smarter, savvier. You know, again, go. You know, I don't want to harp on about it forever, but that, that bloody second goal on Tuesday, when they broke, there's no way in the world. If that was Man City, there's no way in the world that that, that Arsenal attack would have reached our last probably halfway, let alone the last third, because someone would have taken them out with a tactical foul and picked yes, up a yellow. So. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you yeah. know, I don't want to see us become a team of alehouse cloggers. But, you know, it's all very well winning the, the fair play league every year. But sometimes you've got to do the, you've got to dip into the dark arts a little bit. And I just think we need to be a little bit cuter, a little bit smarter, a little bit gnarlier yeah. Yeah, yeah. if we're going to kind of salvage our season because all our rivals don't think twice about doing that type of thing. Because Dan, you spot on, you know, that, that's Man City got that off to at heart. You know, they, they, they put the foot in when, when, when they have to, you know, they will stop the pattern of play. If, when the seeds going against them, you know, we, I think John's always alluded to that. Uh, you know, City, you know, they, they know how to play the hard game as well as the good game as well. Mm. So, yeah, you know, there's no way what you like there, you said about the Arsenal, the, the, that attack there, that should have never uh, gone yeah. ahead. That. Talk about being sharp, we've been looking at, you know, Sarah, he's been looking a bit jaded until obviously against Rangers, and he's tried those uh, little. Dinks into the corners near a few times in the in the Premier League and they haven't come off. But when they worked against Rangers, it was just like it was a masterclass, wasn't it? And like he actually overtook uh dropped Aguero uh, for being the highest scoring 
um, player from an English team to 38 goals in the Champions League, which I don't think has been highlighted much, really, as it, yeah. probably because it was against Rangers. But, uh, you know, that's a magnificent uh, stat, isn't it, Keith? I mean, yeah. oh, you know, yeah, it has been coming off for him, hasn't it? But no, even, um, last, no. e- even against Rangers, when we were watching it, thinking, What's he trying to do there? And then next minute's in the back of the net. That's bang well up and he's not finished yet, as you let's be honest about it. You know, he's got another couple of years left at Liverpool, so who knows how many goals he's gonna score. Uh, but you know, I, you know, I've I've said this year about Salah, and you know, we've been home in the home in the car a couple of times and I I've been defending Salah to a degree because I think he's he has been saying his best and it's not been coming off. Um but you know you can see when he got taken off the other day, he wasn't happy, but he didn't have a good game. You know, you got to say it sometimes that he's not playing well, but I'm not... Predominantly, I think he's done, done his best this season. That he's just not come off like the whole the rest of the team. And who who used to say that that obviously Dan goals last night and he could have had another one quite happily, quite easily, sorry, in that six-minute period when he was throwing at the goalie's legs. Um, who used to say what it's going to do for this confidence on Sunday? Because... He's another player who, who should be playing. So me personally, I'd, I would play Firmino, Nunes, and, and Salah up front on on, yeah, yeah. Uh, on Sunday yeah. because the three of them are in. Well, you know, Salah's not been in form, goal scoring form, but he's just caught it after. You got to play him, haven't you? You can't yeah, afford yeah, not yeah. to. Yeah. Be, yeah. You know, so who's to say that he won't score on Sunday and win the game for us? Yeah. You know, he's quite capable of doing it. Doing it, he's done it in the past, and I'm sure he'll do it again. Um, well, so yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Everyone was uh, everyone's thrilled to find out that uh, Anthony Taylor was the referee. Oh, and, oh. And, uh, yours finest. And um, is Darren he? England oh, is yes. on VAR again. Yeah. Oh my god! So everyone after, after doing such a great job last week. <laughs> I'm staying in the solly. Oh my god! I can't believe it. I'm gonna get away with it. Hey, I'm gonna get away with it. Come on, this is madness. This. I, have no I, just, I just don't. I don't. All right, sports altering of apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Is, but, you know, it's like so far from Man City. It's one of those, isn't it? It's one of those situations where, you know, it'd be good. We have a bit of a siege mentality. So we're playing against oh. City and the officials, you know. And that's what you used to be great at Anfield when we did feel like that in the, in the years gone gone by, you know. So well, go, let, let, let's see the first minutes out, Sam, and we'll be happy about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but going, going back to the referee, you know, you're talking about Ireland and we're half joking about Kanate. Now, Kanate physically can will probably stand up to him and handle him. If he's allowed to by the referee, and this is the problem, if he's allowed to get up his backside and make sure it's not so easy for him, like other centre halves have done by the looks of it, yeah, yeah, you might you might be all right, but it's down to the referee to let the game play the way it should be played, and this is this is the big thing now on Sunday, is whether our yeah. players are going to be allowed to do what we need to do, as Mono's just alluded to, they go around yeah. little tippy little tippy tappy fouls. Get away with it week in, week out because they're not kicking no one, they're just tripping people up and pulling them back yeah, yeah, and yeah. doing little dirty fouls. You get away with it week in, week out. You don't see a Man City player really. The only one I've ever seen one take anyone out was company the other year when he nearly broke Salah on half and didn't even get yeah. sent off for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they just do dirty fouls. But we've got to be strong physically against Ireland to yeah. stop them if we're allowed to be there. And yeah. it'll be interesting. Well, it's going to be a fascinating game, isn't it, Dan? And yeah. think you know, everyone. Everyone's looking forward to it because it's 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 one of those it's one of those games where it could just you know we if we get a result, it just changes the whole perspective, doesn't it? Absolutely. I mean, the, the two league games last season both finished two two, didn't they? And I think both of them were phenomenal exhibitions of probably 
who probably the two best teams in Europe last season. Obviously, we know Real Madrid went on and won it. But, you know, that's they've obviously just got some kind of little hex with the European Cup. Um, you know, to, to, a, to a large degree, the, the form this season couldn't really be more different. But as I think you mentioned De Bruyne's comments just before, he he knows that it doesn't matter. You know, even if Liverpool hadn't got a good result last night, the the way that these two teams have kind of gone at each other and kind of matched each other and pushed each other over the last, what, four or five years now, I think means that no matter what form Liverpool were in, I think just the sight of City and Guardiola and those sky blue shirts, I think should, you know, would inspire a performance. And hopefully on the back of you know the confidence boost that we got in Glasgow last night and the knowledge that we're on our own patch Sunday afternoon with our crowd behind us, we just need a little bit of you know if, if you remember you know the, I don't think we that particularly got the breaks against them last year. Um, it seems to remember at Anfield you know the Salah scored that brilliant goal to put us in front, and then they got this deflected equaliser, and you you wondered at the time how costly that that might be. So I think maybe we are due a break a, 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 a resort against them, and you know if I'd be quite happy if it's a terrible game. And we and we and we scru- you know a scruffy one nil off someone's backside will do quite well. Will will do fine for me. But I can see, to be honest, I don't think that will happen. I think there will be a lot of goals, and we've just got to hope that somehow we manage to get one more than them. So get in early, then Keith. Get in early. Get behind the team. Get right behind the team, and none of the anxiety that we've heard sometimes at Anfield is that the is that our modus operandi? Do you mean you're asking me to get in the ground early on Sunday? That's <laughs> <laughs> not going to happen, is it? <laughs> uh, no, you're right. You know, obviously the atmosphere will be brilliant, won't it? Obviously, um, but you know, it, it's it's a game that we're capable of winning, and as Dan quite rightly said, it's a game of quite capable of losing. That's the fascinating thing about it, isn't it? Um, but I, I think we'll go at them with no fear. We're going to have to because that's the only way you can play against it. If you sit back against them, Newcastle proved it the other, at the start of the mm-hmm. season, and they you know their crowd got up for it. Got behind him, yeah. it, it affected yeah, yeah. City, yeah. and and there's no two ways about it. You know, Mano said that we've all said it. They they don't like coming to Anfield, no matter even if they're on top. The only time they come here and, and done anything against us was the, when, as you say, when they, there was no crowd. There was no crowd. Yeah. Even in that game, we, we should have, you know, we were unlucky in, in some respects. I thought, but anyway, that. So Mano, the crowd cha- behind us. Changing mood in the camp in the last few days, onwards and upwards. Yeah, well, you know, even even the boss said, uh, did did. They generally have a drink, don't they, when they win, <laughs> when they come mm-hmm. home. So uh, I, th- I think I think we'll we'll take that into Sunday instead of twelfth man. We'll have a few drinks because the boss said I think we can have a drink because we've won. So we'll go on the ground a bit merry and uh, and get behind our team and hopefully we get a victory that we that we need. Yeah, brilliant stuff, lads. Brilliant stuff. Thanks, Dan. Thanks, Keith, yes, and thanks, Mono. And uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks' time. Ale La Rouge. And let's hope we get three points against Manchester City. You've been listening to the Ali La Rouge podcast on the Blood Red channel.